Essential NLP. Practical skills for a great life. Hi, and a very warm welcome to this episode 88 of Essential NLP. I'm Phil Parker, your host. Today, the podcast is taken from one of the seminars I've been running recently on Facebook. And today, it's about dealing with others. So I hope you find it useful. I'll be adding other ones. Or if you want to see the live ones, come to Facebook, uh, philparker.author, and we'll see you there. Hope you enjoy it. Bye. Hi, guys. It's Phil here, and it's 5.30. I've just finished training NLP. And uh, today we're having a live seminar all about how to deal with difficult people, which is a bit of a theme we've been looking at the last few seminars. We've been looking at stress, we've been looking at other people's emotions, and today we're going to be looking at other people's opinions. So as you watch this either live, hi to those people alive, or if you're watching on catch-up, we're going to spend about 10 minutes looking at some of the issues and some of the solutions. So the first thing is, hi, uh, the first thing is, how do we notice when a relationship isn't healthy for us, or at least some of the aspects or qualities of that relationship are not working for us? Well, the first thing is just how are we feeling around these people? How are we feeling in anticipation if we know they're coming home soon, assuming that we live with them, or they're coming into the office, or we've got to have a meeting with them, or they might be there? How are we feeling about it? If we notice we're feeling stressed, on edge, or just a bit antsy, or possibly even nauseous, then we've got a problem. Naturally, what we'll try and do is we'll try and change that person. That's our first uh, port of call, is to try and change. And one of the things that's a a given is that it's really, really difficult to change other people. We've all tried it. We've all tried to to improve people, to get them to behave better. It lasts for a little while, and then they tend to go back to how they were before. Now, it doesn't mean people can't change. People can change, but only if they want to, if they've decided to change. The other thing we'll often do is try and change our environment. We'll just run, try and get somewhere else. But again, that's not really a long-term solution because these kind of people are going to turn up again and again and again in our lives. So how do we deal with people who are difficult? Why are they difficult? That could be an interesting question. Usually when people are difficult, it's because there's stuff going on for them, either in their past or in their present. And that means they're just in the wrong state all the time. It may be that something about you reminds them of something about them from their past. There's nothing to do with you. You may remind them of a bad PE teacher. It may be that they're jealous of you, that you know what you have is something they want. Or it may be they're threatened by you in some way. They don't want you to change into some other way of being. So whatever it is, the main thing to know is they're not in a very happy place. People who we feel uncomfortable around are probably people who are just not in a very good state themselves. And as you may remember, states, the state of mind that we're in, is something that's contagious. So this is a state they're in probably a lot of the time. So this leads us towards our solutions. The first solution, which I mentioned in the last seminar, is this idea of being the window cleaner. Looking at, is the smear on your side or their side? Very often, it's on their side. Not always. Sometimes there's stuff for us to do. But when it's relationships and we don't feel very comfortable around someone or we feel that their opinions are, are quite you know, down or derogatory or draining in some ways, then what we need to do is we need to think, right, is this mine or if it's theirs? If it's theirs, then we have to realize no matter how much we don't like their opinion or their state or what they're trying to say, 
It's not our responsibility to change it. It's their responsibility. We don't need to change it. What we need to do instead is two things. The first thing is we need to be kind. We need to be kind to ourselves, not let their noise in. And we need to be kind to them. We need to recognize they're probably coming from a fairly damaged place to be this way. And actually, it's not our job to fix them, but at the same time, we can recognize they're this way for probably not a very good reason. Something's happened to them that's not nice. So maybe we can let that go. <clears throat> we can let go having to fix them. We can let go that they're doing it with any intent towards us. They're just running their own stuff. And then the second thing is to really get in touch with how it feels to put this into true perspective. So maybe ready to let this go. <clears throat> so the common metaphor for this is to, to feel like you know water off a duck's back. I know it's different in different countries, but that sense of it just flows over you. It's just not worth getting involved with. This is their stuff. It's not your stuff. And maybe what you need to do is just to let it go. So how do you do that? How do you remember to let it go? Well, the first thing is remembering it's just not important enough to get caught up in. second thing that really works is to think about something for you that you find easy to detach from. So a good example, football's on at the moment. For many people, they love it. For many people, they hate it or they're ambivalent about it. But it's there all the time. So what do you do if the footy's on and you don't want to watch it? You just kind of go, oh, I'm going to switch to another channel. I'm going to go and do something else. If people are watching the football, you don't want to. It's not a big deal. Just walk away. You let it wash over you. It's not that significant for you. Or you could think about somebody whose opinion you know to be distorted. So politicians are great examples of this. We've got a number of them around at the moment. Donald Trump is a great example of somebody who, if you met him, you know, he may be a nice guy, I don't know, but you know, if you hear the kind of stuff that he says, you think... You'd have to treat that with a pinch of salt. That's not to be taken seriously. When you think about that, how does that feel? He's spouting this stuff very, very clearly, very opinionated. Seems absolute about it. But you know it's something you just don't need to attend to. What if you could get in touch with that feeling? That feeling of well, somebody that's not worth really attending to. You don't have to give them your full attention because it's not accurate. What if you took that and applied that to these people in your life who you feel have strong opinions but you want to be less affected by? Who else do you know? It may not be Donald Trump. It may just be somebody you've come across in your life where they always exaggerate. Or, you know, if they say, oh, yesterday I was out having drinks with uh, Richard Branson and Eric Clapton and uh, you know, the cast of Friends, you think, no, it probably wasn't. <laughs> You're probably just down the pub with your friends. Someone who exaggerates. When you think about them, how do you deal with that? Because to some extent, that's what an opinion is. It's just an exaggeration, just an over-amplification of somebody's position. And they're welcome to it, but you don't have to take it on. So getting in touch with that sense of, I know what it feels like to be able to put things into perspective, to be able to let things fly, let things go. What would happen if you stepped into that feeling when you were with these people? What is when you listen to them? You're just able to be kind, just able to let it go and realize it's just not worth your time. There's a question I covered in a previous uh, seminar, which you can uh, reel back to uh, on the Facebook feed, which is, what is the most important thing here and now?
And when you're with these people, what is the most important thing? Is the most important thing to feel small, belittled, angry, frustrated? Or is the most important thing to find a way to let this go, to say, this isn't that important, this isn't that significant. What is important is my happiness and my health. Maybe communicating effectively to them might be important, depends on the situation. But one thing that isn't important enough is to get stressed about it, to get angry with them, to respond in any way that's going to just prolong this rubbish conversation that you're having. So remember the key things. Be kind to yourself. Bring some kindness to them. They're probably hurting somewhere. They may not even know it. If you can do that, that's a good place to come from. And then ask yourself, okay, how do I want to feel about this? And maybe, maybe it's time to let this go. So I hope you found that useful. If you want to put any comments down at the bottom, likes and shares and all the stuff, then do that. That would be cool. Uh, but if you have any comments, I'll um, either address them uh, in the text below or we'll do, uh, uh, add them into the next live seminar that I do, which will be next Thursday. So next Thursday, 5.30 or 6, I haven't decided yet. Join in. Uh, if you have any questions about this or subjects you'd like covered in the next one, let me know. Thanks for joining. Uh, good to see you guys. And you take care now. Have a great evening. Bye. If you like these podcast series, then I think you'd really love finding out more about how we could work together. Best things you can do, get hold of the other podcasts on iTunes or get some of my extraordinary books, which, as I say, if you like these podcasts, they're very, very similar, life-changing fascinating ways of looking at the world and the ultimate thing you could do hey come and train with me i'd love to meet you in person let us know drop us an email phil at philparker.org or go to the website philparker.org sign up for the newsletters there you'll get instant access to some of my latest audio downloads and those downloads contain the latest research techniques and tools to change your life and improve your health so just register to get those right now and I look forward to hanging out with you in person in the very near future. You take care now. Essential NLP. Practical skills for a great life.